Blue Gold Sports is rich in tradition and excellence. It's about the athletes, the coaches, the games, and the history. And it all rolls into one place. It's the Rollin' with the Golds podcast. Your official UWO Claire Blue Golds podcast. Back with another episode of the Rollin' with the Golds podcast. Nick, myself, Dan over there. Did you have a good Thanksgiving, man? I gotta turn your mic on first. Let me try that again. Nick, did you have a good Thanksgiving? Or the, <laughs> see, it's a week off, and I don't know what I'm doing back here. So there you go. Well, I'm surprised I got left back into the the studio. I thought maybe it was going to be locked or something after having a week off, and you were having second thoughts. Or I wouldn't to mind taking another week off, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, Thanksgiving was good, short yeah. and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of had a quick turnaround with with some some blue gold action uh, right after Thursday, mm-hmm. um, but. Good, good to see the fam. Good right. to kind of wind down a little bit. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice little little break there before the winter right. coming up here. Yeah. So, uh, where do you want to lead things off first? Where do you want to? Who, do, who should we give the honors to to recap or preview coming up here? I don't. How about wrestling getting a third rank national? Yeah, I mean they're off. They're off to a really, really good start. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we were talking a little bit off the air, we mentioned some coach, and I mentioned Coach Fader, and so that's why wrestling was on on my mind right away. Right. I saw they got the third ranking, which is highest in program history. Was highest it? Highest in program history, yeah. yeah. It's he's Coach Fader's done a tremendous job, and those mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is it, it's I think it's the buy-in from the student athletes. It truly is. Mm-hmm. Um, they all just work their tails off for each other. Um, I think the other. The other thing is they don't let like a like a third national ranking get to their heads. Yeah, they're still they know they know what the game plan is. They know going into each and every duel or or tournament, you know where they need to be at and mm-hmm. what style they need to, to be, what level they need to be competing at, and mm-hmm. they do it you know day in day out. And yeah, they're they're rolling. It's kind of just a little precursor for what what what's to come. Especially, I mean, I hate to say it, but regionals are going to be here before we know it and yeah i think a lot i don't know if you, you might know this too but uh a shout out to a good buddy of mine i went to school with him graduated high school with him uh jordan crass with crash trained wrestling and i know he does a lot with with coach fader and, and that too and he was piping him up on on facebook too but you got that buy-in i think a lot from from the community too you know with that wrestling community right around here Right, and I think it's again, it's just one of those things. It's hats off to, to Coach Fader. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's his his passion is is infectious. It yep. really is. It, he he truly loves the sport. loves loves competing. You know, for the Blue Golds, and mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I do love about him is he he wants everybody else to share that same passion, no matter how much knowledge or how much experience you have with the sport. Mm-hmm. It's he wants he wants everyone to love it just as much as he does, if not more. Right. And so, yeah, they're off, you know, two and two, but, you know, was a big win there against Johnson and Wales. Uh, they retained the, the Chancellor's Cup against Oshkosh uh, back on the 15th. So, mm-hmm. they're, yeah, they're rolling. Yeah. I believe they got two tournaments this weekend, one out east, and I believe the other one's Milwaukee. Oh, uh, St. Cloud. Oh, okay. not yep. not even close to Milwaukee, <laughs> and the other one's in Michigan. So that's right. The uh, the is it uh, the in Grand, Rap- Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yep. Over there. So that's a little traveling going Grand Rapids, and you got Milwaukee right after that. Then 
Oh boy, that's that's quite the. Uh... And then they got Whitewater coming up next week. That'll be a good one. Yeah, good matchup there. It's... Especially with Coach Fader, you know, coming used to have right. a background with with yeah. Whitewater there too. So. Oh yeah. But uh, and that one is going to be at uh, McPhee, so people should stop by and cheer on the Blue Bulls. Definitely, it's one. always a it's always a, an amazing atmosphere, mm-hmm. whether it's a duel or it's a tournament. Yep. Um, the, the the support they get and yeah, if you've never never been out to a wrestling match, mm-hmm. I highly highly recommend it because again, the energy is just infectious. You might not know what's going on, but just pay attention to the the crowds yeah. or the players, right? The the athletes themselves. I know it's a couple months uh, from now, but just because he was a professor of mine in college, and it's always a great one too. The Don Parker Open, yep, uh, in in February too. So, uh, I just I I loved him as a professor too. So that's always whenever that one comes up, I kind of take note of that too. So, but yeah. it's a big open. It, it's a big one. It is, so. and their staff does, does a great job running it. Mm-hmm. Um, they ran the eight eight man and eight woman battles last weekend too, or mm-hmm. two weekends ago. Um, and yeah, they just they knock it out of the park every time. It's mm-hmm. a great atmosphere. Uh, Hockey-wise, I know we're going to be talking with a couple of uh, women's hockey players at the back end of this, but they were uh, traveling out east, too, uh, getting some experience against some really good teams, it sounds like. They were out in uh, Middlebury, Vermont. Couldn't tell you where that is (laughs) whatsoever. But, yeah, yeah, played in the uh, Panther Cardinal Classic. Um, This year is hosted by Middlebury University. It's a joint tournament that Middlebury does with Plattsburgh State. Um, four, Four teams in the top 15. Um, Middle Middlebury is five. Plattsburgh was three. We were nine, and then Endicott College was fifteen. Okay. So good competition. First game against Plattsburgh. Um, and the girls mentioned a little bit. Um, I mean we outplayed them. They just they found the net early and late. Mm-hmm. Um, that game easily could have been a two-one, if not you know, two-one the other way for us. But um, yeah, one of those games again where score the box score doesn't. Definitely doesn't tell the whole story, mm-hmm. um, but then they got things done in the second game. Took third place out there. Uh, Sophie Roush with a goal and assist in the second game, and she, she keeps she keeps rolling along, doing her thing, leading the team points and bringing the offense. And mm-hmm. they're they're kind of it, it, it's very interesting because they, they had a tough loss at home against River Falls before the tournament, and you you could. You kind of see, like, they were, like, down, but, like, they answered very, very well. And I think, especially with a team like this, where, like, losses aren't a a very common thing, Mm -hmm. teams can shut down a little bit or just get a little bit, you know, under the weather because it's something that they're not used to. But they they bounced back. Um, They got a big one against Hamlin, you know, coming up. And I think they're going to keep trucking and... I think I think they're going to remember that River Falls game, and they're going to going to kind of just wait on it. And and that's the final game of the regular season, too, isn't it? Uh, with with River Falls there. Yes. So they have they'll have two more. Mm-hmm. I believe they're both in River, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they will they'll definitely hold on to that. Last one's at home. Okay. But yeah. So it's. It 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 still just amazes me how far this that program has come, mm-hmm. and we've talked a little bit about it. We talked a l- little bit about it with 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 uh, Sophie and Taylor who, who we have on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just amazing. I mm-hmm. mean, it's been what eight years now, which might seem like a long time, but it wasn't that much. wasn't that long ago that it, we were like bottom of the conference and right. not doing so hot. So, 
hats off to Coach Strand. Um, Absolutely. We'll have to get him on. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely great. So, yeah. Yeah, they're all on Ben's side. They, they're they pretty much living up to expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tough one against Point. I think that's going to kind of be a precursor for the WIAC championship. Knock yep. on wood, not to jinx anything, but I think one of the – I was out grabbing dinner with, with Coach Lone, um, and somebody had, had asked about the team. I think he put it perfectly. It's Somebody had asked, you know, how is the hockey team this year? And his response was, they're as good as they want to be. And I think that's true. I think they got a really special group. They didn't lose a lot of pieces from from years past or from last year. Mm-hmm. They got a, a lot of returners. You know, you get, you get a sophomore goalie who played tremendous in his freshman year. He's playing tremendous this year. If they want it, it's there for the taking. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, they got to want it. And so, with the with the new with the new auto bid in the WIAC tournament, you know, I I just briefly mentioned it to one of the guys. I was like, wouldn't it be nice to play the championship game at home and not have to go all the way up to point? Yeah. Um, so, had a split against St. Norbert uh, last weekend. Um, big series, or big home games this weekend against Superior and Stout to get yep. back into conference play. And then that next week against point. Right. And so, again, it really is kind of balls in their court. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of up to up Puck to them. is in their zone. I guess that would have been better. Come yeah. on, <laughs> um, but uh, Mr. Hockey Guy over there. I think the out. good. Th- <laughs> I think the good thing for the men is like after. I mean, they're hitting point all. So they play every conference game, every conference game three times. They're getting point three times before January, mm. which is like unheard of. Yeah, not to say like the second half of the season will be easy, but like not having to see them, like it'll be. Hopefully it's smooth sailing. Right, exactly. Uh, basketball. Well, let's let's hit up a little hoops on the uh, on the women's side here. Close one uh, this past Saturday against Warburg College. Warburg, a top ten team in the country. They had them. Um, yeah, they just... had them, man. They they did, they did, and I I don't. You don't want to ever put blame. You don't. But I think that kind of just shows the youth, mm-hmm. the young, the inexperience. That we have on that team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they played a, a great game against Bethel earlier a week or two before that. Yep. Um, you know, closed things out late. They had, and that would have been a statement win. I mean, it, it still is. I mean, talking with with Coach England, she's obviously very, very proud. You know, despite the results, very, very proud of how that team mm-hmm. played. And I think the biggest thing for them is showing themselves that's how they can play and mm-hmm. they can hang with a top ten team. Yeah. Uh, and then they so, still some non-conference ones, but they got superior. But then really kind of kicks off in January, right? Yeah, January is, is when the is when the conference schedule really hypes up, and it's mm-hmm. the, the Wednesday Saturdays, mm-hmm. um, which I think for, on the women's side it's it's going to be a toss up. You don't right Whitewater coming off their run last year. Stout's going to probably make some noise. Oshkosh is going to be good as they usually are. Like. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be a tough one, but I think, again, that showing that they can play with Wartburg, because Wartburg was an NCAA team last two years. 21, they came they came to our building. That's right. And played. So. Yeah. Forgot about that. But they're also going to Kentucky for, for the holidays, too. Did I see that? Yep, for, that's their annual, annual trip this year, going okay. to Nashville. Nice. So, Not, not, not Nashville. Uh, Is it Nashville? 
Nashville's in Tennessee. Oh my gosh, geography. <laughs> Go back to school, man. Can we, can we get a professor to give you a map and show you some stuff? You know what's so weird? <laughs> I was watching Friends. Don't I? This is. I was watching Friends the other night, and they did. Do you remember the six minute yes. challenge? Yes. And like Ross is like trying. He's like punching himself. Wasn't it Delaware? He couldn't yes. figure out. Yeah. This just turned into a friend's podcast now. <laughs> I think I could do it. Yeah? You think you could do the 50 States in oh, six yeah. minutes? Well, I know the 50 States song. I don't even know that. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas. Oh, boy. You, I... Maria knows it. What? No, thank no? you. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Weren't you just the perfect little student then to know that song? I've never heard of it before. I couldn't do it. I know I couldn't do the 50 States in six minutes. I couldn't do it. Well, Nashville's in Tennessee. I know that. Yep. Now. Not not Kentucky. <laughs> not not in Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, going down there, Transylvania, again. Um, Dracula. It, it's, it, dude, it, when it comes to, who's having this conversation with? I think it was having this conversation with Bob Bradovich during the, during the men's soccer season with the just like mascots and stuff like that. Like to have Transylvania have their like mascot be a bat is just hilarious. Yeah. It's so on point. Well, I'm glad they did it that way because it's right there in front of them <laughs> and not overthinking <laughs> it, you know? Right. And it's like, Oh, we're going to do a tree or something like that. Thank you for at least doing. Cause that's what I thought of right away. Was, right. You know, at least it wasn't like uh twilight or anything like that. True. Yeah. But uh, really bad. I mean, Transylvania was they were a tournament team. I believe they were in the Elite Eight last year, if not Sweet Sixteen. So, mm-hmm. um, again, good competition down there. They'll open up play against Berea College, um, and then yeah, I mean, right after that, like you said, January third, open things up on the road against Platteville, mm-hmm. and then they go to Whitewater that following Saturday. So, mm-hmm. uh, men's wise, uh, if you're looking at uh, the last couple games. Racked up a couple wins in a row, right? Uh, opportunity to maybe collect more. You got Northland coming up here. Um, they don't do they don't do a holiday tournament, right? Uh, the men's there. No, or, they okay. do. <clears throat> so they were the weekend before Thanksgiving. They went down to WashU. That's right. Played in okay. the Lopata Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, for them, it, it, for both basketball teams, they usually try to do a tournament. Okay, it really just depends on when and where. Okay, because um, I, I know. Three years ago, both the men and the women went down to Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, um, and played in a tournament. Um, but yeah, no, they don't don't do anything for the rest of the year other than just some non-conference here and there, and then mm-hmm. again conference play in January. Um, a little precursor for everybody. Um, they will be hosting a tournament though next year. Okay, they're going to do a joint tip-off tournament at the new Ooh. facility with the women. Nice. That's going to be exciting. That's going to be a packed house right away, too. It's going to be a lot of basketball. I like basketball. I do, too. <laughs> That's going to be fun. I can't wait for that. It's going to be. Mm-hmm. It, it, I saw photos again, putting tile down in the locker rooms this week, Ooh. doing some painting, Yeah. finalized the court design. and. Did you pick your office out yet? I did. Yeah. Well, I didn't get to pick my office, but... But you know where it's I at. know where it is. Do you have? Are you planning like decor and like how you're going to decorate it? Because I would. I'll tell you that right now. I would. No, I'm trying to figure out how to get everything from my current <laughs> office in there, though, because <laughs> I got so much stuff. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, it's going to be, it's again, I mean, we've, we've talked about it. It's going to be a state of the art facility. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just one of those things where everybody's kind of just waiting for it, for it to open. And mm-hmm. I think once it does, it's going to, it's going to live up to the hype. I was talking with some of the, um, some of the guys from TV 10, the student run TV station on campus. And they've done a lot of overhaul as far as like the technical stuff inside the arena. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to, I mean, where I'm talking robotic cameras, eye in the sky. I don't know. Okay. Because if you talk to Justice Cleveland, this is a football one. He wants the ca- he's a big diehard about cameras and the pylons. So cameras and pylons, like for football, pylon oh. cam sort of thing. Yeah, that's like his big bugaboo. He wants it. Well, we won't be playing any football. I know, games that's why I said it's you know football, but, but yeah. Um, but like, I mean, they have an entire room dedicated just to. Like the control room, wow! And seeing some of the designs and seeing the the list of equipment that they're purchasing, and mm-hmm. it's going to be oh, I, I'm I'm excited for it. It's going to be it it's going to be it's going to be something where everybody wants to come here and play. Mm-hmm. It Absolutely. really is facilities, man. So, uh, all right, before we get to our couple of guys, I gotta bring it up because I think we did a couple weeks ago too. But swimming and diving coming up this weekend at the Rochester. Uh, invites dominant program so far for for swimming dive. By by the way, Rochester their logo looks like the Canadians logo. Have you noticed that? Hockey, the C. No, kinda. Am I just what logo are you looking at? The Rochester invites. That's the wrong logo. Is it the wrong logo? That's also Saint Cloud State. Saint Cloud. That's what I'm. Yeah, whatever. It says Rochester Saint Cloud State. Yeah. It looks like the Canadians. Look. Well, it looks like we have an issue on our website. <laughs> that is not. That is not who we are. I think it's hosted by Saint Cloud. Got it. Okay. But I, I believe it's down at the RCTC, um, their facility down there. Okay. Um, which is why the Saint Cloud. Yes, it does look like the Canadians logo. Thank you. Okay, now you're just making me feel bad over there a little bit, like I was off my rocker. Or, you know, a little bit like the Chai High logo. That too. St. Cloud Rocks, baseball, summer league, Northwoods. You know. Very similar. Very, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they just, uh, I don't know what to say about them, because mm-hmm. they, just, they, they just keep winning, and they're just so darn good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... Four conference meets already. They're four and zero both sides. Men had a you know tough one against St. Cloud, but again D two mm-hmm. versus D three. So right. they'll look to get back into it. I'm sure they had a, had a great time um, you know during Thanksgiving and you know they they come right back in January towards the end of January um, and they'll you know start with Whitewater and then from there it's it's all about nationals. So again another one of those sports where you play all you get all your you know, kind of your basic meets out mm-hmm. beginning half, and then it truly turns to NCAA, to focus to NCAA on, on the second half and peaking mm-hmm. at the right time. So, right. Yeah. Before we go. Yeah. What do you got? Did we, I, I need to give this shout out. Did we talk about cross country? Not nationals? in this one. Not in this episode. No, but last. Yes. We did talk about Carolyn? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's been so long. Sorry. Well, we'll refresher. For... Well, I mean, bring it up again. I mean, because it's cool. I mean, what, school record or personal record did she have? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess double shout out then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, first cup of coffee has not gone down yet, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> A little slow this morning. 
Um, but yeah, um, Kellen Schultz, shout out, placed fifth overall, mm-hmm. um, all American, ran in the fastest time. No, second fast, tenth, second second fastest time program history. Um, Bluegoods finished fifteenth out of mm-hmm. I don't even know, way too many uh, people or teams, but um, just a uh, great season mm-hmm. for, for Coach Dan Schwamberger. I think it's a, a good precursor into what track and field right. um, is going to be this year. Um, hearing we got we got some transfers coming in from the D one level. Wow! Um, not to put anybody on notice, but right, be ready. Nice. So, and we're hosting an indoor track and field meet this year. At the new, is it, would it be ready there? Is it going to be McPhee or no? Uh, Olson, Olson, Olson okay. edition. Okay, yep. Blue Gym. Yep. So, yep. Okay. So nice. yeah, that's right around the corner. Um, it's just it's how is it almost already December? I know, right? I do know we should give a shout to men's soccer. It's been a couple oh, weeks, we, but we do got to give them a shout out too because if, I know they fell a little short. But you know, we talked to them right before they were off uh, heading down to Illinois. But another fantastic season too. And so. they, that game was that game was everything you, they, you could have asked for. Mm-hmm. I mean, Saint Olaf is a very, very, very good team. Um, they're they're in the final four. Very, they have a very good chance of winning the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but to play against them, and I think. The biggest that game easily could have been three one, in a sense of when they get scored on two PKs, kind of just get down yourself and you just mm-hmm. think everything's lost. But they fought hard, they answered back um, in the ways that they know how to, and they they really did come come down almost to the final whistle. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of people even before the game thinking that that game was going to go into overtime or PK shootout, which mm-hmm. you know me, I was uh, sitting there like yeah. <laughs> it was also cold as heck down there and mm-hmm. windy. So, yeah. like, that's the other thing. I didn't really want it to go to PKs. But, yeah, <laughs> shout-out Casey and his entire staff and all the guys. It was it was tremendous. And, you know, they were obviously, they were obviously bummed afterwards, but mm-hmm. they're, they're already getting ready for next year. <laughs> I'm like, guys, you have a trip in, in, in the spring to Germany. Like, let's focus on some stuff before we start focusing on, you know, the yeah. season next year. So, but. Hey, that's what uh, with our high expectations, and you get a little taste of that success. Right. You want to keep it going and do a little bit better too. So, I love it. All right, shall we get to the uh, to our next half, our second half? Talk a little hockey. Yes. A lot of a uh, lot of energy in this in this conversation. They definitely had their coffee this morning. Yes. If not three or four cups. <laughs> but it's a fun conversation. Uh, it's a really good one. We're going to talk a little women's hockey after these quick words from our sponsors. BSN Sports, a proud supporter of Blue Gold Athletics, is the largest provider of team sports equipment and apparel in the country. With more than 40 sales pros that live and service schools in every corner of Wisconsin and beyond. BSN would like to thank all the supporters of Blue Gold Athletics that share our passion for enhancing the student experience. While BSN Sports is the best at equipping athletes, coaches are the best at equipping lives. And that's the real final score. Learn more about how BSN can save you time off the field and court, giving you more time to impact lives of student-athletes. Contact your local BSN Sports Sales Pro today or visit bsnsports.com. 
Let's raise a glass to the greatest gas rewards program. We're excited to share Festival Foods Gas Rewards includes beer, wine, spirits, and more. So everyone can load up the cart with their favorite beverages and load up on rewards for quick trip gas. Our aisles are stocked with everything from local breweries and international wineries to craft cocktail kits and refreshing seltzers. So get ready to fill up and save big. Cheers to that. Festival Foods, local since 1946. Milwaukee Burger Eau Claire is the perfect place to smash some post-game bloodies, beers, and of course, burgers. Superior service complements our golf ball-sized cheese curds, monstrous burgers, and an over-the-top beer selection, all served with scanitude the way it should be. Milwaukee Burger Eau Claire. All right, second half of the uh, Rolling with the Golds podcast. We got a couple hockey players in. Nick, as always, want to do the honors of introducing our two guests to this episode. I'm going to try to find a way out of doing this. Nope, you can't. I always just feel like it's so underwhelming. I'm the one that has to ask 95 percent of the questions, so you got to do something here. So <laughs> got to bring something to the table. Yeah, I uh, got a pair of uh, blue gold hockey players uh, from the women's side. Uh, we got Sophie Roush, Taylor Meyer. Um, two seniors, one fifth year. Are you fifth year too? No. Um, totally have just, I mean, Sophie being a transfer, um, last year, um, and Taylor being her fourth year. I mean, both kind of just, I've seen this program kind of go from where it was back in 2015, which wasn't the greatest, to what head coach Eric Strand just kind of built into. Mm -hmm. And these two definitely resemble exactly what he was trying to build in a sense of the humility, the humbleness, the hard work, the work ethic, mm-hmm. um, and just overall great hockey, as well as establishing a great culture and, you know, kind of a, kind of being being a what what a blue gold truly is day in and day out. Um, not to get too emotional on you two, but welcome to the podcast, you two, Sophie and Taylor. Thank, Thank you. All right, so Sophie, you, you were a transfer to Dick, say? Yes, I was. So where did you transfer from? I transferred from Hamlin University in St. Paul. Okay, so uh, where are you guys originally from then? I'm from Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Okay. And I'm from River Falls, Wisconsin. River Falls, Wisconsin. Ooh, and you decided to go to Eau Claire, huh? Yeah. With a little rival there? A little bit. Yeah, you know, a little bit there, so <laughs> nice. All right. So, well, welcome to the pod. I uh, appreciate you guys stopping in. And I guess just tell us a little bit uh, about, before we get things going here, a little bit about your background so we know where you're from. Uh, but what really got you guys into hockey? Like, what was it that drew you to hockey? What was kind of your first memories of, of playing hockey? That one's kind of tough because I grew up in a hockey family. Yeah. And my brothers, my closest brother is five years older than me. So I kind of grew up when they were already playing, already established, so... I honestly don't know if I can remember like the first time I played or put on skates or anything, but I know it was probably like when I was four or five or something really young. Really? So yeah. kind of a family yep. sort of thing that, that led you to that. Yeah. Um, I'd say I was completely opposite. I My family does not know hockey at all. Um, my sister was actually a figure skater, and I tried to do that, and it just didn't work out. <laughs> I was not meant for figure skating. So then 
when I don't even know, probably when I was like four, I was little, little. They put me in hockey skates and I needed the pads for sure. <laughs> and that is when I discovered that I needed to play hockey and not figure skate. So when I was little, I don't know, it's been a journey since. <laughs> so it's kind of two totally different uh, backgrounds. You know, one that comes from a hockey family and one that a little bit of figure skating, but that developed into to hockey yeah. at that point. So kind of going along, did you have to teach your family a little bit? Like, how did you get into to it? I mean, a lot of camps, school teams, and, and all that? Or? Yeah, I mean, River Falls is obviously a very, very small town. So mm-hmm. I played boys until U10, and then Baldwin, Wisconsin, and River Falls co-opted for girls because there wasn't enough in just River Falls. Um, so then once I got into girls hockey, that's when I discovered more like camps in Minnesota. So then I would go there in like the summers and whatnot and do camps all over, um, just like within the cities. Um, and then played girls, obviously, since then moved around a little bit. But now my family has just become great supporters and learned mm-hmm. the sport yeah. as I kind of went with it. It was a new culture, definitely. I remember like always knowing like the River Falls people and like, the guys teams there um and then when we had to go to Baldwin it was like completely new people all of that mm-hmm. met a bunch of new coaches players and kind of just went with it and then we learned in the cities that that's where there's even more hockey and just kind of kept growing with it as I kept doing it mm-hmm. and then Sophie kind of on the flip side Minnesota is like hockey world hockey town oh, yeah. and, and all that so I mean was it as, as she was kind of mentioning too, all the camps and that was that something right away in, in the early parts of your career you were you were in, especially with with your family experience in that. Yeah, definitely. I was aware of them even before I could do them. Mm-hmm. I was just excited throughout youth hockey to get going with them. So yeah, it's definitely a little bit of a different culture in Minnesota. Everybody's kind of aware of hockey, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of opportunities in the state of hockey. So what drew you guys to Eau Claire then? Because I'm curious to see for, from a transfer side of things, and then, as you mentioned, River Falls, you know, with the rivalry, what was it about Eau Claire that uh, drew you to this program? Um, for the school, I just really liked the the campus. It's beautiful, and I like the city. Um, it's not super big, but it's definitely not small, so right. I really like the size of that. Um the program, it's successful in its past, which is, of course, um, like bringing me, like drawing my attention to it. Um, but also, I had a former player last year who I played with on this team, Hallie Sheridan. Mm-hmm. She played in Fergus with me. So that was kind of something that I was interested in, too, when mm-hmm. I was touring Eau Claire. Um, and then just the feel that I got when I was here. Um, it just felt like home. And I was really excited to kind of be a part of the program. Nice. I would say I've kind of had a journey throughout high school um, in deciding all of this. I went to three different high schools, all just for hockey and whatnot, um, which led me to my senior year. I played in Colorado, and I moved down there. um, And before that, my junior year, I played for a private school in Minnesota. And I had the ultimate decision of do I go away my senior year of high school, play 13 hours from home, and then come back home for my four years of college, or do I stay home for high school and go play out east? And at the time, and I would still be so thankful for my decision that I went to play in Colorado my senior year and I came home for Mm -hmm. these four years, which 
definitely was a huge learning lesson because COVID happened that senior year when oh. I was away yeah. from home. So that was very monumental. But then it's it's been nice, I will say, to be, you know, an hour from my parents' front door and having them to be able to be at every single game mm-hmm. throughout all four years um, and not have to travel as much as I did then. All of the flights, all of that was definitely a lot. So in deciding to come to Eau Claire to go out east, it was kind of, I had two decisions to make at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, overall, going to Colorado my senior year, just getting that new experience when I was 17, 18 years old was, I think, very a good learning lesson, I will say, at a young age, um, and led me to then committing to Eau Claire and making it all kind of be a smooth transition and having that plan um, when I was still a junior in high school. Yeah, that's quite the decision to make at a young age like that to go to a completely different state, not just across the border or something like that. I mean, did you, was there family there that you stay with, or were you just kind of going in completely by yourself? Or Yep, I... didn't know anybody I had actually when I was in high school I want to say my sophomore year a Colorado team came up to play in the cities and somehow they got my contact information from like a former coach because I'm local to the cities um and was like hey want to play for us and I played that tournament that weekend and then kind of stayed in touch with them not really but then my junior year playing for Gentry Academy in Venice Heights Minnesota I met with the coach at some tournament, and he was like, crazy idea, want to come play for us? And I was like, uh, absolutely not. Like, that's in Colorado. Like, I live here. Um, but then it came more of, like, a surreal thing, and I was like, this would be, like, a once-in-a-life opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. you don't just, like, get this offer to just, like, move away from home. So I knew maybe, like, five girls on the hockey team going into it. I did not live with anybody I knew. I was a complete stranger. This was a new coach. It wasn't the same one that I had. Um lived with I actually lived with two different families when I was there had no idea who they were the first one was a girl on the team and then stayed with that for a little bit and then moved to a different family that did not know hockey at all once again so they adopted me as their other daughter and it was very different as culture wise from up here for sure Mm -hmm. um and to adapt to that but thankfully I did have the most like welcoming and heartwarming host family down there that taught me a lot I still hold true to what they taught me when I was there away from my family it was not easy by any means um there was definitely a lot of hard weekends being so far from home and it was overall a good experience but I will say that that is one of the most hardship years of learning lessons in my life Mm -hmm. is doing that at such a young age so with your guys's experience playing Minnesota did you guys ever play against each other before college were any of your teams or anything like that no no well not before college but in college yeah in college I guess like Hamlin oh I suppose yeah yeah when when she was there that would probably but I didn't like we we didn't didn't know know each other other. no gotcha okay so not even with Minnesota (laughs) (laughs) probably (laughs) did you play against any of the other girls on the team because I know, I mean, you mentioned Fergus Falls, obviously, Hallie mm-hmm. last year, Ellie Anderson. Did you play with Ellie in yeah, high school? Yeah, I played with Ellie and Maddie Holter. Yeah, so it seems like Fergus Falls is just becoming like a feeder program for I know, and then us. there was Lauren Norgren before us, too. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Must be some good hockey out there. Right. But, like, but do you, like, because I know on the men's side, they all play juniors, and they all seem to kind of know each other, whether they're on the same team or, you know, different teams and stuff like that. Do you see a lot of that around here as far as, you know, the Minnesota high school players, you know, either playing on the same team or playing against each other or, you know, even like 
back to my original question, like, did you play against any of the other girls on the team in high school? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't think anyone on this team. I'm trying to think. I, I'd have to go like through everybody, but, um, like Hamlin when I was there, um, and like the Mayak, there was a lot of different like overlap. Because um, a lot of Minnesota girls, like with all the camps and everything, they interact a lot. Um, so I'd say more with like Hamlin and the Mayak for me personally. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the younger girls all played together. Like they all played against each other at some point, like Minnesota State High School tournament, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. They're all right from the local of the cities. Mm-hmm. So all of them, I feel like, have played against another at some point within their past like four years in high school but anybody Mm -hmm. not from the cities like me and Hattie and Eden we played team Wisconsin so like that's how we knew each other other than that the Wisconsin girls I don't think have really ever played against any of them yeah I think um some of the younger girls have mentioned that they've played with each other but I think for me right now it's because I'm a fifth year and then Minnesota you stick like with your birth year with all the tournaments or all the camps and everything like that. So that's why I haven't really played with many girls on this team. But makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what is it about this this program, the, this team, in your opinion, that makes it really special? You, know, you, you heard Nick kind of introduce it a, a little bit there and with Coach Strand and, and all that. What's something about this team or this program that you guys have experienced that really stands out to you guys? The first thing that comes to my mind right away is the culture. We, especially this year, I've created a really nice culture on the team. Um, we're all really close to each other, and it's been a really good time. Um, we're all like a family, basically. Like We like to um, say that's one of our values is just being a family. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I would say definitely like being here in the past four years has gone through some major changes in the culture from my freshman year to like what we've created this year has been a complete like three like 180 actually but it is we have this motto of we over me and I was actually kind of created last year by the seniors last year and we this year like our the captains and our senior class have really decided to like put that into motion from day one like this summer at country jam when everyone we have like our welcome weekend um to where we are now is the biggest thing is creating such a welcoming community within everyone from freshmen to seniors like we want everyone to be one like Mm -hmm. that's the biggest way to put it um and just having that heartwarming like open arm culture that anybody can talk to anybody it's not sided around here it's not us against them it's not anything like that and that we are all on the same page and we are all so open to each other and hanging out with another and you know um, criticism when it comes to stuff on the ice. Everyone's open to feedback and understanding like that we all have one goal in common and mm-hmm. to work towards that and having our whole team on the same page has been the biggest thing throughout this year I think is having that culture that we have created. Mm-hmm. With that culture too, I don't know if this would relate but like, you know, with the men's team with both your programs, you know, very you know, with the last few years, solid programs, high expectations for for both for both programs. Do you guys use that as kind of motivation? Like, hey, we got to outdo the you know the men's team, or is it something you guys keep tabs with with each other, or um, what, what's that relationship like? I can't say I I've ever so. thought about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. they 
I think it was it last year where they had like not the best season, but then they ended up winning WIAC, mm-hmm. which was just good for them. But we had like a really good season, and then we didn't make it to nationals. I feel like that was the only time where we were yeah, like, yeah. okay, well this sucks. Like, <laughs> how can they, you know, have a not the best record, and then good for them for winning WIAC, and we didn't make it to nationals. But other than that, I don't really feel like there's that no, much of. A, I, I wouldn't say there's like motivation or like. Um, any, I don't know, anything like that. I think it's just more, like, supporting. Yeah. Like, we mm-hmm. love to see them, like, going up in the ranks and them, us, and, yeah. We'll watch their games. Like, oh, a lot, yeah. Like, oftentimes, like, home games, like, they'll come to ours, they'll sit, you know, outside their locker room, same for them. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's, like, the one thing. Um, but other than that, always, I guess, cheering each other on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just good camaraderie between us. Yeah. Nice. So, this one might be more for you, Sophie, but maybe since you were from River Falls, because you got Hamlin coming up on your schedule. Yes, we do. <laughs> That's our next game. Does that, mo- like, what's, what does, you have you been thinking about? Obviously, you been thinking about a little bit. I mean, I mean as, as, you know, yeah. thoughts kind of run through, extra motivation or anything like that? Yeah, or? I think a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was more apparent last year, um, but yeah, definitely motivation. Um, even just like the competition too. Like we need good, uh, we need wins against good teams. So mm-hmm. I think that's honestly the biggest motivation. But yeah, I mean it's kind of fun to play against my old teammates as well too. So a little mm-hmm. motivation, but also a little bit of fun in there as well. Right. And then Taylor, you know, obviously you didn't play for River Falls, but you're from River Falls, and already the rivalry there too. Is there extra feelings with, with that one, or maybe not really at, at this point, or? Um, not really, to be honest. I love playing in that atmosphere just because I have a brand new facility. So I will say that playing against them is probably my favorite team to play against them. But I grew up in River Falls. I know those coaches very well, um, Mm -hmm. obviously being from there. Um, Other than that, I think it's with them and us being the top two Mm -hmm. programs in our conference. I think it's great competition. And I'm glad that that's a school, my hometown, that that's our rival because it just makes it that much more fun. Like when we get to go play them, all of my hometown friends, family can all come and vice versa. It's just always a good game. And mm-hmm. I think that's just what encourages me most to play as hard as I can against them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, looking at your schedule and just throughout the years too, I mean, you guys play against really good competition every single year. It seems like almost every game is going up against a really good team. You guys are a really good team. Target's probably on your back for, for a lot of those games, too. Does that, you know, hyper-focus you? Do you guys, like, is it almost like a playoff? That was a wicked crack on a knuckle there, too. Uh, I can't Sorry, even do that. I don't that. know. I just do it out of nowhere. I didn't even. I can't even do it. So that, that's all I got I right do there. I crack so. my fingers. Uh, <laughs> I just did it right then, though. Nick's like, what's going on here right now? Just don't hurt yourself, <laughs> yeah. either of you. In a podcast. Up, In a podcast, too, right? Exactly. Well, that will come back on me, and yep. we don't need that. Uh, <laughs> totally forgot where I was going. No, so, like, because, you know, it's, it's, it's insane competition, you, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously you guys are one of the best teams in there, too. Is that almost like a... I don't know if this is the best comparison, like a playoff game almost every time? I mean, it's like, it just seems like... And especially as knowing how hard it is to get to nationals and that, is there that weight almost going into every game? Like you almost have to win every game, you have to be perfect, sort of thing. Is is there that kind of a sense? And do you like that because of that expectation is so high for you guys? Yeah, I think there. I think there is a little bit of that because um, not having an auto bin in our conference, we really need to win as many mm-hmm. games as possible, especially against those good opponents. So. 
Yeah, I think we kind of go in with the mentality of like a Stanley Cup final yeah. every game just mm-hmm. so we can um, have the right mindset going into it. Um, and Strand sometimes talks about how um, with our past success, we've gotten, like you kind of mentioned, a little bit of a target on our back. Mm-hmm. And so we generally see the best of every team. Right. So they're going to come out hard um, like it's their playoff game as well. So just the good competition to strengthen our schedule really helps us in the end with mm-hmm. winning against good opponents. Right. Yeah, I would say just having that um, mental spot in our brains that every game that we go into is that we're playing for a national championship and mentally preparing how we would if we were going into that national championship for each game just because, like Soph said, that we're going to get the best out of every team that we play. And as we've seen so far, that's pretty much how it's gone. And -hmm. especially within all the years that I've been here, it's been like that every game. Somehow we play a team and we literally get the best game out of them. And then they'll go play somebody else and it's like, doesn't matter. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. but... No, we definitely, that's one of our things that we always, Strand will always remind us, is just be mentally ready for each game that we go into because we're always going to get the best that we will. Mm-hmm. Did you, I, I didn't mean to cut you off if you had one. Uh, what's the best, or not best thing, what's the most difficult thing about being a D3 athlete, in your opinion, from your experiences? What's, what's maybe the, or maybe uh, the thing that uh, a lot of people don't realize? For me personally, it would be the burnout Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily to the extent where that I want to like quit hockey or anything. Um, just the stress on your body and mentally, and it all comes together, especially toward the second half of the season with the really long winter season. Um, that can affect you, and, and I think it affects a lot of people. But mm-hmm. um, the good thing is that we still love the game. We still want to play. Um, it just can get a little bit stressful and hard physically toward mm-hmm. the end yeah I would that would be my number one thing to say is definitely January when Wintrum comes into time like into factor we don't have classes and it's just hockey it definitely that's when it kind of hits and because we don't have classes we do more stuff like with the girls you know as a team and it definitely gets to be a lot um at times but it's also like we enjoy being together so it goes both ways but I would say that that factor and just like allowing us mentally and like physically to at least like have some breaks you know have an off day practice is okay towards the second half of the season just because that does hit because we do go 100 miles an hour the entire first half of the season yet a week for Christmas break off and then (laughs) we go right back into it so just allowing ourselves like a little bit of grace um during that time of just a little bit burnout when it comes to be a lot towards the end of the season, but I would say all of us definitely fight through that um, and still come out playing the best that we can. I'm glad you, it's kind of sound weird, but I'm kind of glad you guys mentioned that because that's something I always thought about. Like, there's got to be some sort of burnout. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, you know, high <laughs> yeah. school, I'm like, I'm done with football <clears throat> season after three months or something like that, and you guys are doing this almost all every all year long. We so do, it's, it's yeah. kind of refreshing to hear that, yeah, that it actually you guys go through that too. We yeah. do have, like, one of, I would say, like, the longest seasons. Like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. starting with preseason is the first week that we yeah. get to school <laughs> in September until when, like, nationals is in and March. March. Yeah, March. So, like, playoffs and whatnot. Like, and then we have postseason, but we have, like, the longest season of all sports, I'm pretty sure, at the school here. And yeah. it, 
gets overwhelming at times, but it's definitely, like, a real factor, I think, in, like, college athletics overall for any team. They hit burnout, um, but just, like, pushing through that because it gets a little bit hectic at times, mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. say. Yeah, Taylor mentioned a little bit before, but, like, the Christmas break and J-term, like, honestly, if we didn't have J-term at this <laughs> yeah. school, it would be really hard. I mean, just going right back into school and carrying on for another three months or so straight of school and hockey. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think J-Term can be interpreted in different ways. Um, For me personally, I love it because it's just hockey. (laughs) So you get to just play hockey, you get to hang out with your friends all day. So it's a really good little mental break, Um, Mm -hmm. although we're still kind of going hard physically. So, yeah. What's it, uh, you know, I ask this for every athlete, because I, I don't know why, but I think it's something new over the last few years. Like, how much film work do you guys do? Do you guys do a lot of film work? Is that um, kind of already answered it right there a little bit? Uh, uh, more than last year. Yeah. We have been this year. But I I personally like looking at film. Um, yeah. But. I would say my freshman – well, freshman year was COVID. But, like, freshman and sophomore year, seldomly – I would say once in a great blue moon, we watched some film. Mm-hmm. Last year, we did more. Like, when you came, we did more, I would say. And I mean, then now this year, bit. this year, we've definitely, like, yeah. it is in our schedule. Yeah, like two, <laughs> two, three times a week or so. Yeah, and it was, it used to not be like that nearly mm-hmm. as much. Like, it would be, like, maybe once a month. Meh, maybe a little bit more. But now it's like, nope, we mm-hmm. got film before a game. You know what's going to happen. It's really nice right now, though, in yeah. my opinion, because we... We've kind of started a new system this year, so we really need that film to help. Yeah, that's probably out. why we um, really have to look at each other. Yeah, we have to see what we do. Games, yeah, we need to find the fixes, seeing what we're doing right, <laughs> all that good stuff. So, I mean, it definitely helps us. Yeah. <laughs> so when you say new system, new style, or yeah, you know, like a oh, new yeah. style of play. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So is that is that something that Coach Strand just uh, changed up yep. this year to do? Yep. Oh yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Just with the personnel or just something different? I or? mean, I think personnel had a little yeah. bit to do with it because I think we we had a lot of um, forwards incoming this year as freshmen, and we just have a lot um, of talent up front. So he kind mm-hmm. of created a new style of play, a system kind of thing around that. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of to like, uh, what's the word, to like not pants. Yeah, enhance like enhance like everyone's like yeah personal like abilities is that we are very offensively this year and like we have a lot of good goal scorers on our team and this whole system puts that into place pretty well I'd mm-hmm. say when it's performed correctly. It's yeah. cool to see your uh, coach kind of because a lot of times you see coaches maybe try to force players into a particular system that mm-hmm. they want to do, but it sounds like Coach Strand is adjusting to what he's got on 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 your guys' team. Yeah. yeah, it takes it's taken a lot of open mindedness from us. Trial um, and error. A lot of trial <laughs> and error because um, uh, we have some like forwards playing D and D kind of jumping up in offensive places, just different things like that. So it's taken a lot of open mind and a, a strong ma- uh, mindset. Yeah, but I think overall it's it's been all right because we have a high IQ on our team. So I, I think if we didn't have good hockey IQ throughout the whole team, it would, wouldn't would be as good. Mm-hmm. But I think we're starting to settle in here with it, which is good to see. Mm-hmm. Did you have any questions before I get to lightning round here, Oh, Nick? Do you want to talk? I know, unfortunately, Taylor, you weren't able to go, but do you want to talk a little bit about the trip out east that y'all mm-hmm. had last weekend? 
Well, Taylor was our our super fan Audi. She actually did go, so but she just couldn't yeah, play. I unfortunately, went. I was a super cheerleader. Oh, I thought yeah. you texted me saying. I couldn't play. Play, got it. Yeah. But I still went. I was up above yeah. them, cheering my little heart out. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We saw her jumping up and down up there. It was really fun. But uh, no, this week, this past weekend was so much fun. It's probably one of my favorite memories so far in my hockey career. Um, we have all been really close so far this year, and I think that just made us even more close. Um, and it was really awesome to see uh, the talent out east. Um, like Plattsburgh was is is one of the top like three teams right now in the nation so it's really it's really fun to see that top competition and see what we'll be up against when we kind of get farther into the season and hopefully to the final four and i think that's a it's a very good opportunity because i know river went out there last year mm-hmm. but there definitely is a, a a divide between the east coast teams and the west yeah. even uh, though it's just midwest but it's very unfortunate you know to have four teams ranked in the top 15 to come together and play in a, in a little tournament especially over the the holiday mm-hmm. weekend was it was good to see and you know honestly i thought you guys played well yeah um, i agree again I the plattsburgh game i don't think the box score necessarily Nope, not at all. Not necessarily I think, tells the whole story. Um, I think we honestly outplayed them. Um, if we look at our film, we look kind of back at the game that we played. We were, we were all over them. We were just we're we're relentless, and um, we found our blue gold play, which we like to think of as just hard and um, like getting pucks deep. Just like everything, all the little things we were doing right that game, and you could see that in our film. And I do think that we outplayed them for um, a lot of the game, but they just. They just did a good job at um, taking their chances when they got them. Any travel horror stories? (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) Well, I have to know that you said that. Yeah, Um, Taylor Meyer. There's only like one crazy story, and that would be me. (laughs) Well, this there's different paths I can go with the crazy stories, but Taylor Meyer in the airport. She has a suitcase with um, four wheels on the bottom. She decides to sit on it. (laughs) <laughs> holding the <laughs> holding the handle in her hand or in her hands and she starts pedaling with her feet <laughs> and then she biffs it and her feet go flying above her hair or head full on scorpion in the middle of the airport oh it was hilarious i got I it on you. video I my cast in the air i was my gonna say while you have a broken wrist <laughs> i was so sick yeah, of that, walking we were I'm walking all day and everyone was just kind of in a crabby mood. This is also when we had to change gates after our five and a half hour layover. Oh, yeah, we Everyone's like tired. Times. We are up since 1 a.m. And I was just trying to lighten the mood, have some fun. So I was riding around in my suitcase. Next minute I know, I'm laying on the ground. Everyone's laughing. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a video. It's really funny to see it. Um, Put it up on the uh, yes. podcast. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got just the end of it, but I was starting to record because I just thought it was funny because her legs are like going out to the side, just like pedaling, and then she biffs it. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> there you go. You got but, your photo slash video for the uh, for the post right there. So. I would die. <laughs> but anyway, but a different horror story. Not during travel, but before travel. Like, what was it? Like two two days, maybe a little bit more than that. I actually don't even remember exactly before we left. Like. Our flight just got changed. Like, oh, everything yeah. changed. So we had a different layover spot, a different layover time, a different time that we were leaving in the morning. It made it earlier, so we had to report at uh, 2.10 a.m. So it that was, I don't know, it was nice to happen before so we could prepare, but... <laughs> Welcome to traveling on the holidays. Yep, yeah. yep. 
And, like, then, like, also for practice-wise, we were going to have a practice when we get there. We didn't have practice. And then, oh, the other thing was after the first night, um, our bus leaked oh, coolant yeah. all night. So then our bus was broken. So then we had to get a new bus on Friday. And so then we were delayed yeah. an hour getting to our practice at Middlebury. So we had, like, ten minutes to get yeah, ready for the ice. <laughs> it was, like, a very quick turnover, but the coaches, like, got a bus fast, and mm-hmm. we transitioned, like, all of our bags, everything over pretty fast. Yeah. But I feel uh, like... That was the worst, yeah, honestly. I like everything... Other than that, after, like, yeah. the bus situation, I feel like everything else went pretty smoothly. I like, think it was really smooth, actually. Yeah. It was... It was, like, yeah. it was actually one of the most fun trips I've had traveling mm-hmm. with the team, like... When I lived in Colorado, I traveled all the time with my team, and, like, yeah, it was fun and all, but I would say this one definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely was probably the culture. Like, it was the girls. Like, we are always in everyone's room every single night, having, like, getting the mindset ready to go to each game. Like, we had enough time, like, before to, like, wind down, relax, get mentally ready. All of the girls, I saw that, like, within them preparing themselves uh, to play as well as they could, and then just watching them on the ice for me. it It was definitely a trip that... I will remember. Like, I'm glad that they, mm-hmm. we did this our senior year. Oh, me too. This is a blast. And, yeah. yeah. Whether, I don't know if they go back next year or not, but I'm definitely glad He's that. definitely thinking of something. He's already been hinted yeah. at, like, <laughs> not having Thanksgivings open again for the younger kids. Yeah. So, I don't know, but I would, I, I hope he does, because it truly, for, if I was a yeah. freshman and I went this year, oh my gosh, I would be, be so, so happy. Yeah. But, who knows? It was yeah. a good time. Perfect transition into little lightning round. Oh, boy. <laughs> so... Uh, we'll start off easy. Favorite food? Um, Chick-fil-A. I, Chick-fil-A. Oh, you got to be pumped about coming up here in a couple <laughs> Thursday, days. I will yeah. be oh there. So excited. She knows when it and opens. Costco. It's a double whammy <laughs> yeah. on Thursday. Um, I'd say my homemade crepes. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite hockey movie? Miracle. Miracle? Okay. No question. <laughs> Why did you give that face? Yeah. Because I don't really know any other hockey movie. Uh, like Mighty, Mighty Ducks, Ducks, D2, Mystery yeah. Alaska. Yeah, Miracle. Yeah. Miracle. It's the okay. first one that comes to I mind. think it's I the guess. only right answer. Yeah. Slap yeah. shot for the older uh, yeah. over there a little bit. Isn't there one called Goon? Yes. Yep. Yep. That's maybe the other one that I would have thought about, but Miracle for sure. Okay. Did you guys, okay, first of all, have you watched Mighty Ducks D2? No, I maybe I feel like I might have, but not in a the while. The knuckle puck, yeah, the knuckle puck. Yeah, have you yeah. tried the knuckle yeah. puck? Yeah, of okay. course. I mean, when you see it. that when you're a She's kid, at me like is that where they flip it like that was yes. that was youth oh. hockey all the way. Yes. You get out on the Thank ice you. early and you'd flip the puck over and yeah. take a slap. You do the knuckle puck and then you get pissed when it didn't work like it yeah. did in the movie. Yeah, it goes way high and the goalposts and like or the field goal. Yep, I do it in the driveway. Then I hit a car. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh. Knuckle puck, yeah. Uh, Favorite movie that's not hockey related? God, there's too many. Um, Um, uh, I don't know. I like the Harry Potter series, I guess. I I like, like, Melissa McCarthy movies. She's so funny. Yeah. Ooh, or, like, Avengers Endgame. That's a good one. Yep. Yeah. If you have any downtime, maybe it kind of relates to this. What are you streaming, like on Netflix or Hulu or? I stream a lot of stuff on Max. Um, Netflix has that annoying like household thing right now. I can't get into it. <laughs> you <laughs> really frustrate the household. I, just, I constantly update the household and then kick all of my parents' TVs oh, off of it. Oh, my parents would be so mad. And they I wouldn't just, know what to do. They no, they just... don't. I get a call and they're like, "Can you fix our TV?" I'm like, "No, no, no. no I'm watching Netflix." <laughs> And you can only click, I'm traveling so many times. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's facts. Uh, favorite music? Country. 
What kind? Uh, do you have a favorite band or artist? Luke Combs. Okay. Oh, I'd say like, um, like pop, like rap, pop, EDM, like that kind of okay. genre. I don't really know what that's called, to be honest. Do you have a? <laughs> is there a certain uh, style that always plays before games, or you guys don't or don't have music playing? Or yeah, what's the... we just a. I don't even know what the like, genre would be called. In the locker room, but, yeah, is it's not like it's it's not like rock. It's, pop. it's like I don't even know. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's hard. More it's more vibey. Like, it's okay. like pop, but like with some EDM, yeah. like with the bass and stuff, yeah. and then maybe some rap once in a while. What but do you like listen to personally? Like kind of the same stuff. Like in your own yeah, in your own AirPods. I actually I listen to like Christian music before the game. Like get myself like I don't know my mind right, and then I'll mm-hmm. play like. A f- like a few like, pump up songs, yeah. <laughs> just to, like you know, get the blood going. Yep. But I definitely listen to different music during, or, like before the game, mm-hmm. and then I go in the locker room, and that's completely boom, different. Boom, yeah, then it's literally boom, the bass is just <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Who was your favorite athlete growing up? Growing up, uh, probably Sidney Crosby. Okay. Um. I would say I don't even know. Or Patrick Kane. Yep. Okay. I was trying to think. I'm just signed to... with the Red Wings now. No. Yeah. That's Did you see also yeah. the guy who had number eighty-eight gave up his number so he could have it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Probably gets a nice watch. Or probably car yeah. or a something. Nice out of it. something. Yeah. Yeah. He's financially compensated. Yes. Probably. A bit, <laughs> yes. So. Uh, how about favorite team then? Do you have a favorite team uh, that Wild you follow? Wild or Avalanche, yeah. which is kind of funny because they're kind of rivals. I was going to say, yeah, that's yeah. kind of... <laughs> I'd say the Abs for sure. My host family had um, season tickets down there, so I went to a ton of Ab games. So I watched a mm-hmm. lot when they won the Stanley Cup that year. I was like this close to going down there, but we mm-hmm. had hockey, mm-hmm. so I couldn't. Gotcha. But definitely the Abs. Or the Penguins with Sidney Crosby. Probably be my all-time favorite. You are just all over the place. I am all over the place, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that is like... A, I, a... I don't do like... Like favorites very well. I like a bunch of different teams it's and a bunch like of different things. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a Kraken fan, so there you go. Oh, I really want to go to one of those jerseys. jerseys. I yeah, say that. Uh, I want to see that facility. Mm-hmm. Same There's, with so Las Vegas. Weird story. Like two, yeah. I was at the Mall of America last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like Lids, and I went in to buy a Kraken hat. And the <laughs> dude that was there says that uh, his uncle is the announcer for the Kraken. Ooh, he so goes did you to get some tickets. Well, it's a, he goes yeah. to school at ASU. Oh. But he's from Minnesota. And okay. he said his uncle used to be the voice of, I think it was the Wild and another team, too. Oh, oh the Knights. Oh, oh really? Yes. Knights. I want to see them, too. Yeah. Huh. And he said, yeah, because yeah. I asked if he went to a cracking game. He said, yeah, it's awesome. The, the facility and everything. Yeah. But, I bet. That yeah. place looks really nice. I've been to one. Not there. It was when they played the Wild. Okay. Yeah. I just like the color swag. Oh, I it's the too. best Maybe one in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Did you see their new jerseys for the Winter oh. Classic? Yes. No. What? That I'm going to look that up right now. Yep. That might be a jersey I need to, mm-hmm. I need to grab. Oh, yes. my gosh. I'm a huge Kraken fan now. Just straight up because of the swag. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was like when yep. they got announced. I was like, oh, I might have to be a fan of this I know. team. I know. See, I have a thing. I can't be a fan of Minnesota teams. Well, I, that, I can't. that's okay. Like, it's not really anything that great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are probably dodging a bullet not being a fan of the yeah, Minnesota team. The Wild <laughs> is, like, going downhill. Did, did they you just hear? fired their yes, coach? Yes, my yeah. dad just told me that. I was yeah. like, what? And he goes, well, they've lost, and they like, had a game. Games. They had a game last night, too. And they <gasps> definitely oh, won. Oh, those are sweet. I just got shown the jerseys. Okay, that's for... actually dope. Oh, those are so cool. Mm-hmm. 
Dang. Jump nice. on the Kraken band bo- or uh, on the wagon, I'm saying. So we need more fans. How many, how many players on Seattle can you name? <laughs> Next question. Uh, <laughs> yes. Rapid fire? <laughs> Come on. Uh, how many Kraken games have you been to? One. Shoot. Okay. One to one. one. <laughs> My hockey guy hasn't gotten me any tickets lately. How many can so. you name, Nick? Uh, probably about seven. Oh, there we On go. the Kraken? Yeah. Okay. That might be the tiebreaker there. Well, are You're we talking Are we talking their inaugural season or are we talking this season? I don't know. Kraken is Kraken, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> why, why not last year when they went, you know, up until they lost to the Knights? Or that, that yeah, season why two. Why has it got to be first or Fruitball. third? I'm just, I'm just trying to flex my knowledge a little bit. You got you got Who's more the than guy me with on the crazy it. Eyes. Um, Chris Tanov. Yeah, Tanov. <laughs> now you're. Uh, it's an all-time headshot photo. Uh-huh. Now you guys are making me feel bad about my cracking face. <laughs> it's okay. Right We're there. proud that you at least know hockey. Hey, a little, yeah, yeah. Thank you. At so. least you know that they're a team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> <laughs> so condescending. <laughs> that's uh, oh my god. That hurt. That hurt. Oh. Thanks, Taylor. <laughs> I feel like not everyone does. They're not from around here by any means. I don't, we're, hockey was big where I grew up. Oh. We just stunk. I remember growing yeah. up, I was a fan of Seattle Seahawks because of their colors, too. Something in Seattle. I used to be a Red Wings <laughs> fan. Oh, I should bring up this. That pisses you off every time. <laughs> the best video game alive, NHL 94. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been to actually... This is a fun fact. I've been to both of the Detroit Red Wings rink. Like really? Like the old Joe Lewis rink yeah. and then their new Little Caesars. Because I was a Red Wings fan as a kid, so I'd always play as Stevie Y and Sergei Fedorov mm. and all that. See, I know some of that. That facility yeah. in the yeah, Little Caesars cool. Arena, that is I've awesome. heard it's really awesome. It is huge on the inside. Very, very cool. Uh, okay. Back to Lightning Row. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is quite the Lightning <laughs> Row. Right. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> uh, biggest influence in your life? My family. My dad, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a – I'm going to ask this, and we usually don't get a lot of responses on it. <laughs> do you have a favorite book? Harry Potter series. Okay. Which um, one, though? Um, That's tough. I'm uh, – I think probably three. Okay. Prisoner of Azkaban, yeah, but I don't know. I like them all. I actually read a lot, but I don't really have a favorite, but I would t- say Atomic Habits is, like, one of my top favorites. What's that about? It's, like, a like transformational mindset book, okay. I would say. Very, um... How to get into good habits yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, Interesting. It's just a... It's a good mental book, mm-hmm. honestly. I like reading those books. I just finished, uh... Oh, I just blanked on the name, too, but it was a sports one. Uh, Sally Jenkins wrote it. She's a former sports writer or is a sports writer. And she has talks like or talks about these stories about these athletes and coaches and their mindsets and mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. It was awesome. Like, kind of here. There was one that really stuck out to me. It was like this person tried to swim the 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 Panama Canal, mm-hmm. but it was like they had to go for like forty eight hours straight. Oh, whoa. and just like the mindset yeah, of like that. Battles. Yeah, and it was yeah, like unreal. Crazy. Like reading some of the. I love reading those type of stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I do that, too. So. Uh, let's go. Did you have any? Sometimes you have. You, you chime in with a. I don't want to cut you off. No. With a, <laughs> with a lightning round. No. Favorite sport besides hockey? Uh, not a sport, but I run. I like to run half marathons. Okay. I Why? Do cross country. That's crazy. 
I did well I, growing up because we can't understand track. running. We've had this discussion before. <laughs> I don't know. Well, like last year, I ran like the Eau Claire like marathon, like the half, and it on was, purpose. Yeah, that's okay. what I said. <laughs> I love it. It's um, it's the time that like in my head I say like I control the outcome. Like mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want, and it's the time that I have to myself. Mm-hmm. So like it's also become just like a whole like different world in my head. So then I ran a half in. I ran that one end of April, I think it was, and then um, I went home for the summer, and my friends convinced me to do another one in August, three, four months later. So I ran two halves in a short amount of time. But nice. I love it, and it was really fun, and I do enjoy running. Hmm. That's my other sport. <laughs> I'd say mine's probably volleyball. Okay. Why, why was it volleyball? <laughs> I don't really know. To be honest, like I just like started to really enjoy it Like in college. Mm-hmm. I just wanted like play it but i can't really i don't know like i i'll probably find some like league or something once i graduate or something i don't pickleball. know but oh uh, pickleball no pickleball. i i don't know i just think it's really fun to watch and i played a little bit but mm-hmm. yeah so what are you guys' majors exercise science okay so you're um, a kinesiology major yes. like me okay yep. i'm finance with a minor in management oh boy so what do you guys see yourself in five years what's what's your what's your goals I want to uh, go back to school sometime soon for surgical assisting. Oh, wow. Uh, I actually already have a job at U.S. Bank headquarters in Minneapolis. So nice. I will probably still be somewhere within that company. Mm-hmm. Um, probably be a financial planner advisor. Hope by that time I would have that certification. Mm-hmm. But... Probably definitely not in the Midwest. No? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like you go somewhere I, warm. I, I was, like, trying to decide if I wanted the job because I was, like, I always said, like, I was going to go somewhere else, like, not in the Midwest. Like, I've been here for these four years. I loved being in Colorado. I loved being, you know, mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, always where I wanted to go when I graduated is either back to Colorado or back to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere warm. I'm not a winter person. But... You're not a winter person, but you, you play hockey? <laughs> it's different. It's a, it's a different climate yeah, inside. It's a different... It's a different, <laughs> different atmosphere for really sure. yeah it's not cold and you're on the ice yeah you're kind of sweaty you know that just still seems weird that yeah. you're not a winter person but it's the same it's, thing I like was, playing hockey in the summer like yeah. you're still going in the cold but it's not the same like it doesn't matter what it is yeah. outside the rink is a rink i feel like growing up <laughs> <laughs> growing up i liked it because like outdoor hockey yeah. was fun growing up like i had a rink in my front yard and everything same. that was it was awesome but like growing up now i'm like oh, i don't want to deal with the winter much but I still love the Midwest. I'm probably will stay here. <laughs> so that's very stereotypical of me thinking, you know, you must like the winter because you play hockey. Is that? What, yeah, yeah, I mean, everyone does. I'm just different. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I just don't. I don't know. I like the warm. I just also living in Colorado, it would snow all night, have a foot of snow outside, and by two o'clock in yes. the afternoon, it'd be seventy degrees and the snow was gone. That's what so, I like, like. I guess I also just lived in that climate that that's like what goes on in my head and then i think about that here and that's just not the case no. and i enjoyed it i enjoyed that winter like i could do it because like it's that. gone right away yeah, yeah. yeah. and like i cool. see the sun every day but here <laughs> i see clouds and gray and i like the sun and no sun after like 4 30 clouds I see and gray clouds. yeah a, i don't know <laughs> no. something like, like that yeah what? like red roses too isn't it yeah. like louis yeah. armstrong yeah. or something yeah. like that yeah okay yeah. Yep. I so yeah. I just like the warmer weather and right. the sun. Yeah. I don't mind winter like 
season-wise. Like, if I can go somewhere with, like, all the seasons, mm-hmm. I'd be fine. Like, I don't know if I'd want to just move to Florida and be, like, summer all year. Yeah. But, yeah. I can't deal snakes. So no, I no, I, no. Me neither. I no, hate snakes. No. <laughs> no, that's my biggest. Cannot do them. I can't. Grass snake? Nope. I don't care. Then you see oh. they got anaconda problems or pythons in Florida. <laughs> nope. I'm not. No, thank I'm, you. Nope. Never swimming in the... Anything in that Florida. That is my biggest fear as a snake. I don't care how small it is. I agree. I hate it. Me don't too. get any ideas over there, by the way. I swear to God, if you <laughs> something, I will He definitely you. had like five ideas just jumping yeah. Oh, I, nope. So, well, we got to let you guys go here. Uh, so, Sophie and Taylor, thanks for stopping by. It was a pleasure getting to know you guys. And, uh, well, best of luck for the rest of the season, too. So, mm-hmm. we'll make sure we get you, got up, get you back on before you guys graduate and go on to bigger and better things too. <laughs> <Sounds good. laughs> thank thank you. you so much you got it